This podcast contains themes that are unsuitable for younger listeners and parental guidance is advised. It's been 30 years since they came. 30 years? No! They took my child! 30 years? I'm gonna kill you. No! It's been 30 years since they came. Today was my first mission. I mean... I've been on other missions where I was a supporting aspect of it, but this, this was one of my first, well, this was my first real mission. The first one that I had to do something significant. Josh was with me as well as the old man, the man in black. Now this mission took a lot of planning because it was a real significant mission. Oh yeah, really significant. One that could decide the fate of our little local area. We were going after the Anunnaki prefect. The guy who ran our entire district. He had a mothership supporting him. And his district was, was the whole of the United Kingdom, I suppose. But we were most fortunate in one respect. Because the prefect's base was on our doorstep. He moved down from the mothership and decided to settle on Earth in a massive mansion that was surrounded by a high wall, watchtowers, the lot. And today, our mission was to go in there, the three of us, kill as many of those Anunnaki motherfuckers as possible and take that prefect out just to show the world that it could be done. Our days were numbered where it came down to just to just doing hit and runs hit and runs worked it worked it wound them up but that's all it did that's all it ever did little wind-ups we needed something big we needed something big enough to inspire everyone imagine if the word got out that a prefect got taken out by three people three people two young lads and an old man. That would be inspiring, wouldn't it? I sure as fuck thought it would be inspiring. So it had to be done. We knew there'd be consequences. We knew that it could probably cost us our lives, but we had to do it. We had to try it. There's nothing else that we could do. We really didn't want to spend the rest of our time hit and running. We didn't want to just keep taking out a handful of uh, soldiers and then moving on to the next handful that we took out. We wanted something big. And it was gonna be a big one, this. We had it planned very nicely. I say very nicely. The old man just basically turned around and said, you two get behind my shield. I'll take the flak of it. You give me covering fire from behind the shield and we just go around and we kill as many people as we can. Okay, how the fuck do we get in? Well, we're gonna go through the front door, he said. Through the front fucking door? Yeah. Why do you think that's a good idea, I said to the old man? Because it's never been done. They're not going to expect it. People will always, always go for over the fence, through the tunnels, into the catacombs, and they always fail. But no one's ever tried the front door. No one's tried the front door during the day. No one would expect it. 
Of course, you're going to have guards, lots of guards over night time because that's when they expect an attack to be. But I don't think that the front door will be that heavily guarded, said the old man. I don't think it'll be guarded that much compared to the perimeter walls because no one expects it to happen, which is why it's so perfect. It's so goddamn perfect. I mean, look, he uh, pushed a few buttons on on the little plate on his wrist, which was the Anunnaki computer, and it shot up a holographic representation of the prefect's mansion. And it showed strategic places where the watchtowers were. And the only place on that map that we could see that had quite a few blind spots was the front door. Because yet again, no one would expect it. I mean, three men, walking up to the base, going up to the front door, not even knocking, just walking through, and as they walk through, shooting. Yeah, it's not gonna be expected because no one is that stupid, but we weren't stupid. And that's what made this plan brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. So the time came and we geared up. The only person that could have unlimited ammo was the old man because he's the only person that could fire the Anunnaki weapons and he had his favourite Anunnaki pistol which I've never seen need to reload. It's like it just draws power from somewhere. I don't understand it. I don't even think the old man understands it. All he knows is that it works and that's it. Maybe, maybe it draws power from the holder of the gun. Who knows? Something we'll have to look into one day, I suppose, but it's not important. All we know is it never runs out, but my ammo would. All I got is con conventional human weaponry. So once I run out of ammo, I'm going hand to hand. And for close encounters of the third kind, well, I know, it, it's sort of the first kind because we're face to face, isn't it? Yeah. For close encounters of the first kind, I like to keep my fucking sword. Ha! <laughs> but no, that'll be reserved for when I run out of ammo. I've got two handguns with uh, five clips each. So that's 10 clips in total, as well as what the gun holds. And I've got an Uzi with another 10 clips. So I've got to make every bullet count, every bullet count. I might see if I can sneak a grenade out of the armory, but we don't have that many, so I don't think I can get away with that one. The old man likes to keep his grenades. He, say, he says he saves them for special occasions. Well, you know what? Fuck it. This is a special occasion. We may not come back. So I brought all of them and I clipped into my belt. As long as I don't blow my ass off by accidentally pulling out the pin rather than pulling the grenade off my belt, I'm sure I'd be fine. <laughs> so it was time for the attack. The old man, the old man pushed the button on his left wrist, which had the uh, shield generator, and the shield come out, and we just walked up to that door. There's only one person guarding it. There's only one person guarding it, and he saw what we did. He saw me and Josh walking behind the old man with his shield out, with it scanning red, and the Anunnaki soldier on the gate. He didn't know what to make of it. Why is this Nephilim coming up to me with his shield drawn and why is there two humans with him? Then he realised, shit, it's the old man. He went to press the button, the emergency alarm button, but it was too late, he got shot in the face and he fell down with a nice smooth hole cut through his head with that laser from the old man. The alarm was fine, it didn't go off 
and there was no one, no one in the lobby. Wow, that was their mistake, their arrogant mistake. They actually thought it was good practice to have one person in the lobby and guard the fucking walls. Because no one, as we said earlier, no one would dream of coming up to the Anunnaki prefect's house through the front door. No, not one bit. And it worked a treat. The old man went over to the desk where the dead Anunnaki soldier sat. He went to the computer, pushed a button. It produced a hologram of the whole building and it located the prefect. Good, he was still in his office. And then the old man decided to push a few more buttons and a load of uh, red dots blinked onto the uh, display. He then pushed another button and they turned to green. Oh, what the hell have you done now? I asked the old man. Oh, just disabled all the cameras. Oh, sweet. Anything else, like uh, alarms, can we disable those as well? So so now I can go over to a button and push it and uh, they'll all be alerted. Well, we don't need to do that, he said. Why? Because there aren't any. You're fucking kidding. No, no. The only alarm button it looks like is here. And I'm about to shoot it. And he shot it. Nothing happened. Okay, and there's only one other alarm button. And where's that? In the prefect's office. Oh, sweet. Does that computer show where uh, all the soldiers are? The old man pushed a few more buttons. And hey presto. A load of green dots appeared. That's where every Anunnaki soldier is. And, oh look, you could see me. I'm, uh, I'm here. I'm the only uh, Nephilim in the building. Okay. And you're here on there as well, so we'll be good. We're good. Let's proceed and just kill everyone possible. The old man produced his wrist with the uh, Anunnaki computer secured onto it and pushed it into the hologram. And then, hey presto, all the sensor data transferred onto his wrist, onto his projection. He muted it. Right, I've just set it so uh, if we get approached by anyone or if there's any Anunnaki soldier nearby within uh, a couple of feet, it will alert us. How's it gonna alert? Well, watch. He held out his wrist and nothing. What's that mean, nothing? Well, there's no one there, he said. Okay, okay. So what's going to happen when we are near someone? Well, said the old man, it'll bleep. Okay, I nodded. So did Josh. We both nodded. Right, let's do it. So we all drew our weapons. And sure as shit, as we walked down the corridor, the old man's Anunnaki computer bleeped a couple of times. That must be for two people. Okay, right, get behind the shield. The old man pushed the shield out and we all went through the door. And sure as shit, there were two soldiers. And both me and Josh just shot him in the face. Boom, 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 boom. Right. I guess that's the alarm. Guess the prefect heard that gunshot. Oh, fuck. Okay. And then all of a sudden, the old man's Anunnaki computer started to bleep. It bleeped rapidly. Yeah, they're all coming to us. Shit. Form a circle, guys. The old man turned around and said, right, guys, Josh, you turn around, you walk backwards, I've got you. Uh, you cover the rear, and uh, you, mate, you can um, back me up. You cover the sides, and I'll cover the front. You got that? Yep. So we carried on walking through the corridors, and all these doors opened up. The old man's shield generator took a lot of damage, a lot of brunt, but it was holding. As the old man was shooting everyone in front, 
I was shooting anyone that came to the sides and Josh took a few out as well. Fucking hell. He was a good lad. He, uh, he never missed. He hated them as much as everyone else, I suppose. And it was always a headshot, always a headshot with Josh. Me, oh, I'd always go for the groin first and then finish him off. But not all the time though, not in this attack because my ammo was short. I then decided, right, it's time to fucking save a bit of ammo here because I've only got two clips left. By the time we got to the prefect's door, so I pulled my sword out and anyone that came anywhere near a door, the sword went through and all this uh, green Anunnaki blood just covered the place. Yes, my sword was now green. It, it had that much bloodshed. The old man kicked through the prefect's door and there he was. The prefect was waiting. He didn't have any guns. In fact, he looked quite fat. I'd never seen a fat Anunnaki soldier before. I'd not even seen a fat Anunnaki civilian. But this prefect, oh fucking hell, he was fat. He was really fat. He's lived the life of Riley for the last 30 fucking years, that I can tell you. Both me and Josh pulled up the uh, prefect's desk and we uh, barricaded the door with it. We got any cabinet, everything we could to barricade the door so it would be a ball late for the uh, Anunnaki soldiers to come in. The old man, oh, he wanted the prefect all on his own. Josh covered the window and I covered the door. We had a little rummage around. No, no fucking uh, weapons in here that we could use. So I had my sword drawn and I had the last of my uh, guns just laid out in front of me. All the ammo clips. They were laid out in front of me. Anyone that came through that door had to fucking die, but no one came. What? How is this possible? Why is no one coming? The old man, he went up to the prefect. He didn't care that no one was coming at the moment. The old man pushed a button on his, on his wrist computer. He slid it off and he threw it over to me. There you go. You keep an eye out. Don't put it on because it will just stop working. Just leave it on the floor and it will show the map and the sensors so you can see if anyone's coming along, yeah? This, this is between me and him. The old man sat the prefect down into his chair and he pulled out, not a big knife. I have to say, it was, it was quite a stubby knife. And he's like, oi, you do know that you're gonna pay for what you've done over these 30 years, don't you? The prefect, he didn't give two shits what the old man said. He knew that he was in the right from his point of view, I suppose. The old man, he took none of this. He got his stubby knife and cut off the sleeves of the prefect's jacket. Mmm, nice bit of skin there you got, you fat fuck, said the old man. Got a nice bit of skin, see? I got a cut on my jacket that needs to be patched and I think that bit of arm, that's gonna patch my fucking jacket, motherfucker. The prefect looked at the old man like, are you for real? Then he noticed the old man's jacket it was an old black tatty leather jacket, a leather trench coat in fact, with all these patches on there. Then he noticed, hold up, those patches have been spray painted black and they look tatty. And those patches, they're made out of fucking skin and they look like Anunnaki skin. The prefect began to shit his pants. Oh fuck. I look back, the old man, he didn't give the uh, he didn't give the prefect a chance. Didn't give him a chance to respond. He went straight in and started cutting a section of the uh, of the prefect's skin off his arm. There was a big roar of pain. 
lots of pain. I did kind of slightly feel sorry for the Anunnaki prefect, but you know what? He's one of them, fuck him. Fuck him totally. He's getting skinned in front of me. And I enjoyed every minute of that pain, to be honest. I really enjoyed it. Hearing him beg and plead, but it was too late. The old man got his patch and put it into his side pocket. He didn't give a fuck about a bit of blood in there. He just cut, he'll only go and clean it off later on. And that Anunnaki uh, prefect, oh fucking hell. He got a nice square uh, section of skin missing from his arm. And he was, and he was bleeding heavily, real heavily. And the old man had a good old grin on his face. He lit a cigar and blew smoke into that wound. Whilst the prefect was half, half paralyzed with fear and half passed out. It was amazing. And then there was this rumble. I've heard a rumble like this before. It happened when I, it happened a long time ago. I was a boy when I heard that rumble. What was it? Josh called both me and the old man to the window. Look at this guys, we're fucked. What do you mean we're fucked, said the old man. Seriously, we're fucked. We both looked out the window and dropship after dropship after dropship landed and platoons came out of each dropship. Every single platoon. Everyone, they brought everyone that was physically possible. Everyone was here. Everyone that was probably on shift and even off shift on the mothership. Everyone that was from a garrison base. Everyone. All you could see in the surrounding areas of the uh, prefect's base was dropship after dropship. You couldn't see the trees. You couldn't see the field. It was the middle of the day and you, all you could see was dropship and the doors opening and soldier after soldier after soldier just coming out. We were fucked, we were not leaving this building alive. Shit, we've gone and done it though. We've got the prefect. Now, what are we, what are we gonna do? He's not dead. And that prefect was laughing. He was laughing hard, loud and hard. It was a real bitter, evil, twisted kind of laugh. Half in pain and half enjoyment. Fuck. We were screwed. The old man went over to the prefect and he got his thumbs and jabbed them into both of the uh, prefect's eyes and started squeezing and clawing away until the prefect died in a real brutal, painful way. He'd crushed the prefect's brain. He gouged the eyes out. Blood, ex blood and pus and Bits of eyes exploded into the into the Anunnaki's skull, and you could hear his skull cracking. The prefect died a real brutal way. Right, that was done. Who's next? Who's next? Who's fucking next? Shouted the old man out the window towards the Anunnaki. He borrowed my sword, and he chopped off the uh, prefect's head. The old man put his fist through the bottom of the Anunnaki prefect's head, scooped the brains out and just wore the, wore the head as a, as a glove. And he went to the window. The old man put the Anunnaki head glove out the window. Who's fucking next, you cunts, he shouted. Who's fucking next? Come on, we'll have you all. We'll kill you all, he said. I knew that was gonna be a bit of a lie, really, because at the, bo the bottom line is, 
I was near enough out of ammo. So was Josh. And we can't fire an Anunnaki weapon. Only the old man can. And how long is that shield going to last against the entire fucking army in this entire district? How many mother ships worth of troops were down there waiting for us? They're going to level that building to get us out. And they pretty much did. They fired their laser cannons towards the building. And uh, the walls started to collapse. I ran to the back of the room, away, as far away from the fucking uh, open wall as possible. And we were completely exposed. The roof was coming down. The walls were crumbling. The floor, oh my God, we were just about, we were just about okay. We were all completely exposed. There's no need to barricade that door. We were fucked. They ain't gonna send anyone down towards us. No chance. They're gonna kill us from afar. What the fuck were we gonna do? I pulled the uh, prefect's desk away from the fucking door and I made a little, uh, a little makeshift shelter. Not that a fucking desk would do much to stop a fucking uh, laser cannon. No chance. Or even stop an Anunnaki fucking blast. But hey, I had to try and do something. Josh, he came with me. He jumped behind the desk. The old man, oh no, he was a brave motherfucker. He stood in front of the desk with his shield. Come on, you fuckers, he shouted. Come on, you cunts. We'll fucking have you all on. It's not over. It's not fucking over. Come on, you cowardly fucks. And nothing. Nothing happened. We were there, behind the desk, behind the old man's shield generator. And nothing. We were surrounded, and it was a standoff. Why had they not shot at us? Why? Why, why do you think they wanted us alive? They wanted us alive for what reason? I don't know. I haven't got a clue why they're gonna keep us alive. But we would find out soon enough. Oh God, we did. What happened next? I barely remember, but they didn't fire weapons. All I remember is not being able to breathe properly. Then I noticed all this gas coming towards us. They were launching gas at us. We're getting gassed. I, I, could, I could remember a bit of a panic going. My heart was palpitating. And then nothing. Then nothing. And then... I don't know how much time had passed. But I woke up in a metal room with no window and I could hear the hum and I couldn't place what that hum was I could hear air coming out of a fan in the ceiling but this hum was not part of that and then I realised, hold up it's a bit too easy to walk, I feel light I feel very goddamn light but I'm not floating I jumped I jumped up and down Gravity was so different. I was on a spaceship and I was off world. Thank you for listening. Please come back next week for the next episode. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not check out our other podcast, A Tribute to Men That Hate Their Jobs, which is a brutal but witty portrayal of working a job you hate. In this podcast, there are themes explored in which happy workers simply wouldn't understand unless they listen to these cautionary tales from a man that lost his ideal job because of the global pandemic. 
be warned that this podcast contains strong and offensive language that some listeners may not want to hear. In addition, this podcast is not recommended for younger audiences. All our podcasts are available on YouTube. Just search for the Master X Media podcast channel. In addition, you can also find our podcasts on Amazon Music, Red Circle Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. We also have another YouTube channel called The X Review. This is a review and reaction channel. Not only is it on YouTube, but it is also on Brand YouTube, BitChute and Rumble. You can also find us on Facebook, Gab, Twitter and Parlour. All the links are in the description below.